Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. I'm not John. And uh, we're starting episode uh, 28. Episode 28, that's correct. Uh, Planned to come out February 10th, 2019. Uh, no, that's when we're recording. Is today the, the 10th? It's coming out the 11th. Oh, okay, yes. Oh, well, it's it's it, okay. So it's just after midnight here, and it's, and it's not just after here. eleven there. So yeah, we're recording on the ninth and tenth. So um, not only are we recording in different times, but I was talking about the future, and it is the future to me, but it's not the future; to, it's the present to you. So it's not time travel enough. is weird. Time travel is weird. Time you want because I actually. I thought it was tomorrow. I, I genuinely thought it was tomorrow. So I am I am incorrect. Sorry, internets. <laughs> I am incorrect. Yep. So all right. So that's coming out on the eleventh. Yep, February eleventh, two thousand nineteen. We'll just edit all that out and yep. post. Twenty nineteen's the, the the year from um, Blade Runner, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, so we're all supposed to be dressing all weird and flying cars and. Robots yeah, we're supposed stuff. to have synthet- synthetic ro- uh, synthetic humans. Have you yeah, ever seen one Blade for Runner? President. Uh, I I I think I watched it, but I think I fell asleep in the middle of it. Okay the the sequel to it was pretty good too. I enjoyed the yes tw- twenty forty nine. I think is what it was. Is, yeah, it's thirty years later. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll be in 2049. We'll see if uh, it's like Blade Runner 2049. We we didn't get Back to the Future, and that was the lesser of all of that. Like we just needed bad holographics, floating cars, and skateboards, and we're, we're and, close. and a few cybernetic implants, and that would have been it. Yeah. Oh well. Say yeah, it's it's, it's obviously a different timeline. Future. Yes, this is this is the uh, the worst. This is the time. This is the, the darkest. This is timeline. the darkest darkest timeline by by far. <laughs> this is the darkest timeline. Sarah and I talk about that all the time. That episode of uh, no, of, this uh, is the darkest timeline. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying talking about that episode of um, uh, Community. Yeah, we watch it every day to remind us. Yes, that this is the darkest timeline. We wear our go- goatees. <laughs> Yes, I wear mine over my beard. I do too. I wear mine under my beard. That way it's secret. Secret goatee. Secret goatee. All right. So uh, let's jump yeah. into things here. Okay, so Fantasy Movie League. We can skip that for this week. Yeah, uh, you and I are not doing real good. We're not. We're both not. I well, think I am in, what is it, fourth or fifth place? So you're, I'm in fourth place. You're in fourth place, but you're only behind by like two and a half million. Yeah, two and a half million is not that bad. It's not an awful week. I'm ahead of you by like 280,000. I mean, the only reason why Becca won was because she had an upside and it got the uh, the best performer. So that's two mm-hmm. million right there. So Becca, in doing her her picks each week, she always picks Fantasy Movie League. Like She picks the Monday, the Media Monday show ones first. And then, and then, like she sometimes does something different for the normal one. 
Yeah. Just to see how it would play out. I've done that a couple of times, yeah. And the one that she picked for the normal one this week was What Men Want and something else. I'm trying to remember what it was. But then it was all the rest of the upside. So she's sitting at like $72 million. Nice. That that's pretty close. That's pretty close to the perfect of what right. is it like eighty? Yeah, uh, eighty-six five. Yeah, yeah. So if only, if only she would have gone the other way. Yep. She would have made all the difference. Like yeah, which would have put her like like I don't know like twenty-five million ahead of the rest of us. I had no idea that what men want would have been the better option. I almost started to pick three what men want and then started to fill in the rest of it. And I was like, no, this doesn't fill in as well as I want it to. Yeah. And, and I went with something else. I went with, I went with the default. What, <laughs> what, what the, what the, 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 the cinema maker thing said that the best would be. Okay. <laughs> you don't, you need to quit using that. You're, you're using it as a crutch. Uh, I'm not, I'm not winning with it. You trust the force. I know. I, I guess. No, fine. You're, you're, that's fair. You keep doing that. And yeah. I'll keep winning overall. That's all that matters. <laughs> I don't care about week to week as long as I win the overall, of which I currently am. Yep. Are you uh, for for this season? I currently I've won three weeks. Your brother has won three weeks, and everybody else has respectively won one week each. Oh really? Yep. That's that's what this thing, this bracket thing says. It says wins. Okay. So yeah. So, but I am currently winning overall. But um, I don't have a I don't have a huge lead. Shoot, it's like one hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, one hundred and sixty nine thousand five hundred and thirty one. Okay. Your brother is behind me, but he's very hit and miss. He's very hit and miss. Like some weeks he's completely on, and some weeks he misses it by millions, like, like hundreds week. of millions. Yes. Um. And the next person behind us is you, and you're fourteen million dollars behind me. So as long as I'm able to keep this up, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Right. So how much longer in this? Uh... Two more weeks after this. That's it. Yeah, Twelve weeks in a season. These go by so fast. They, they tend to, yeah. That means. So, uh... Two more weeks means um, How to Train Your Dragons is going to be the last. Yeah, How to Train Your Dragons. It's how you fill out the rest of your bracket on that one. Yep. Yep. So that'll be an interesting week. And it's it's really kind of between – I mean, there, there could be big things. Like there's, you know, could be $60 million difference. But right now, my only true competition is your brother. <laughs> and so as long as I destroy him – or if he forgets to do one week, I'm golden. I think next week is going to be difficult, and we'll we'll talk about that more once we get yeah. to movies. Yeah. Uh, do we want to go into uh, any of the news? Yeah, let's let's jump into the news. Okay. Um, I was I was going through and just kind of planning out, you know, what I'm going to see in the future, and I had to do a digital double take because I saw that there were two. Child's Play movies coming out soon. Okay. Are you uh, sure one of them just is a glitch in the Matrix. 
There might be a glitch in the Matrix. One of them is titled Chucky, and uh, it's being played by a girl. Like, it's a complete reboot. And there's another one where it's, um, like, with the same, not the same kid, but the same character getting Chucky. And I think it's being voiced by a different person, too. One of them is named Charles, and the other one is named Child's Play. Okay. Um, Charles comes out this year and it is, uh, the, 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 the description is a young couple move into the first apartment and encounter a redheaded freckled doll. Soon they discover that their home and the doll, uh, reveal an evil presence. And the picture is he's back and it's, it's, it's weird. And the other one is Child's Play. And it could be that they've messed something up on IMDb. And there's a 2019 Child's Play starring Aubrey Plaza. And its its, uh, thing is, a mother gives her son a toy doll for his birthday, unaware of its more sinister nature. Okay. And so it could be the IMDb has messed up and Charles actually doesn't have anything to do with that. But it sounds like it's two completely different reboots. Or it's possible that Charles is a technical sequel and this is the reboot. But I don't know how this is actually happening. This says... It's- Trivia on IMDb says one of two Chucky movies released in the same year. Okay, yeah, so it's it's something that is happening. And so that's going to be interesting. When one's in May and the other's in June. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 back to back. Cuz that's needed. Yeah, and quite frankly, I mean, I I don't know anybody that has been clamoring to see any of the child's play movies. Right? I mean, last one I think I enjoyed was The Bride of Chucky. Yeah. And there were like there were like two after that, and there was like a reboot as well. And it did really poorly, so I'm I'm surprised. I'm I really... remember I've only ever seen one, and I think it was one of the newer ones. The uh the original three are all okay. They're very much like slasher film where it's it's a little bit more comedy. Like it's it's like comedy horror, mm-hmm. with a bit of jump scares. Like like the first one is very much just a horror movie with jump scares, and you know, but after that, it kind of becomes like how what interesting ways is Chucky going to kill people in? So yeah, I, and then uh, for like the reboot, Bride of Chucky is the one that I. I saw. Yeah, there was like Bride of Chucky. There was like the Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, and Cult of Chucky. Okay, are, yeah, yeah. Are the ones that have come since then. And I, I saw. I think I saw Seed of Chucky. I'm not sure. Probably that was um, in 2004. You know, the chance that you've seen that since then is. Yeah, uh, but I've not seen the Cult of Chucky. I'm just that one's only a year and a half old. So. Well, I think it was a reboot. Okay. I'm not sure. I really don't know. And I don't want to click over to IMDb to figure it out right yep. now. Gotcha. 
All right. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was a really wild thing, and I don't understand because obviously those both are owned by the same studio still. Yeah, like and the, I, I don't know. So yeah, and I just don't know how two completely different movies are coming out within the same year, completely different directors, and everything. Like it's just it's just wild. I think the Aubrey Plaza one will probably be the better of the two in the yeah. sense that I've actually recognized some of the names. Yeah. Um, but in general, I think it's just a complete remake of the first one. Okay. So there's that too. So Hollywood is officially out of ideas to the point where they're they're cliffing themselves in the same year. Yep. Um, but yeah, so moving uh, on. I'll jump over to this one. Uh in a similar speak, uh apparently they're making a spin-off of Aquaman. Um Okay. That is uh spin-off of the the trench. So like the like the the amphibious creatures that live in the trench. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. going to be like horror tinged, like film involving that. Okay, I could see that. That was definitely one of the tenser moments in the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I, I they didn't make me want to go. Oh, I want to see more of those things. Yeah, definitely not. Like I don't. There wasn't that much to them in the movie. Like they just kind of dove through things and. Well, I mean, they're just supposed to be like mindless beasts as well. So I don't know how you can get much of a horror movie out of right. that. Um, but yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, at the very end, it has to end with like Aquaman showing up and rescuing them, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, that's that's how I would have to end that. Unless it takes place before that, and then what's the point? Uh, yeah, I, I guess it could be like a how they ended up being the way they are. I, I guess an origin story for a subplot character yeah. within DC universe. I mean, why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. That's a that's how DC does their movies now. Is they they make movies with something in it, and then they write an origin story for it. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. <laughs> That's sad but true. But um, let's see here. That, that's kind of the movie news. Uh, yeah. In in the same. Uh, so as far as movies go, the Academy Awards are coming up, in, uh, in within the next two weeks. So like, we're recording this on Saturday, Sunday. It'll be two weeks from our recording date. We'll. Sure. Honestly, we'll probably not have seen them by the time the the next recording comes around because we'll record them. Recorded earlier in the day, and they'll happen later in the evening. So we'll talk about yeah. it in a month. <laughs> yeah, in a, in a month we could probably talk about some things. Um, uh, I don't know. It'll probably take me at least a month after that to at least watch a few of the things that won. Yeah, but um, but apparently no one is going to host it. Yeah, Are they they cannot find a host. I mean, they had so much trouble with the Golden Globes. Did they? Yeah. I I didn't think they had any issues with like the Golden Globes and things. I thought I thought it was just the Oscars and no one wants to do it. Well, the the few people they they put on there, there's been so much outcry for them not to do it. Okay. And yeah, like uh, like there was like I think three or four different people, and they just did like deep dives into their Twitter 
and they found things where they were very homophobic or um, like just things they have posted in the past. And it's caused a lot of people to be like, nope, I'm not going to do it. Like, so, um, like on the thing I was reading about, it, it had like Kevin Hart listed and then he was crossed out and it said no one. Yeah. Well, they originally were going to get Kevin Hart. He was the one that said that he would do it. And then, um, and then they went into things that like he has tweeted before or stand up things that he's done. And he had very homophobic things that he had said. And so he just said that, um, he's going to, that he was sorry and that he won't do the golden globe or he won't do the, um, the Oscars. He said he won't host it. And a lot of people were upset by that. It's like, no, you just need to own what you did. Apologize for it and then make it better, you know, make amends. Right. And and he apparently just didn't want to do that. And then they got somebody else they were planned on doing. Um, And then, like, because of the Kevin Hart stuff, people did a deep dive into their things and they found other stuff and awful things they had said or retweeted or something like that. And yeah. so now they're just they're just not going to I think they're going to just have a series of people coming up. And yeah. that way we also can't be pissed about anybody up there until they're already up there. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that way all the outrage happens after and it just kind of advertises the thing. I could, I could see them doing this every year. Like they're not going to announce the host until they show up. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know why they just don't get Billy Crystal to do it again. I know. I mean, isn't he the go-to guy? I, he's always wearing a tux, like in, under any clothes that he's wearing <laughs> around this time of year. So he can just rip them off and just go and do. I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up and does like a few things. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, it'd be fine. Yeah, it'd be fine. I've actually not watched the Oscars live in a few years. Right. Uh... I think I did last year, actually. Um, but, but that was because I'd seen all the movies thanks to Movie Pass. And, yeah. Um, and then uh, this year I haven't, and, and I don't really care. So. Yeah, there wasn't know. like a lot of things in there that I was like, oh, I really do need to get around to seeing that. All right, so let's move on to some TV news. Uh, sure, both of which are related. Uh, yeah, so um, Dragon Prince Season 2 is uh, coming out on Friday the 15th. Oh, this month. I yeah. thought it was like a couple months off, so that's no, great. It's Friday. That's fantastic. I really liked it. I've, I yeah. finally watched uh, the first season, and it was good. It was... You definitely got like Avatar vibes. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's the same writer. Yeah. And so and... um apparently they did an interview with him and and they're like, What do you what do you think about them doing the live action avatar? And he's he said, Well, Netflix is giving them a lot of creative room. And so uh he thinks that it'll be good. Oh good. So yeah. So hopefully, like I don't know, they're saying it's definitely got to be better than M Night Shyamalan's. That is such a low, a low bar, though. 
I mean, all they have to do is, honestly, all they have to do is pronounce the names as they are in the Nickelodeon series Mm -hmm. and follow the plots in the series. They don't even have to follow every episode. Just follow the plots and have similar pacing, and people will tune in to see the live-action version of that. Uh, in the article I was reading, they were saying that like like part of that was like he he did not capture the like like uh, Avatar has like moments where it's like serious and emotional and and things and uh, but it also is like quirky and witty and funny. Funny, yeah, and he was not capable of and they didn't, of they didn't getting any that of that. Off. Yeah, have you never seen it? I can't I remember. Not. It's it's one of those things that it's not worth the time to watch it. It is just bad. Okay. Like like honestly, go online, go to like Cinema Sins, and watch their Everything Wrong with Avatar. The or I'm sorry, The Last Airbender. That sounds like it take it'd be as long as the whole movie. It's 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 I think twenty minutes, something around those lines. <laughs> Um, but it's just the highlights of like awful stuff. Um, and it's just, it's just, it's just awful. Cause it's, it was so easy that he should have been able to knock that out of the park. And the fact that he couldn't just shows that he's not a great director. Um, and in other news, Westworld season three has finally, uh, they're starting to do pre-production of that right now. And so it'll be released sometime, I think in early 2020. Yeah. Uh, HBO doesn't need a big show more than once a year. Yeah. And Game of Thrones, the series finale, it's going to be tough competing with that. Yeah. No, you, you didn't watch like the Super Bowl, right? I did not. So did you did you see the the Bud Light Game of Thrones commercial? Have you seen that? No, I haven't gone through and watched a bunch of the the stuff yet. So like, are you familiar with the Bud Light commercials where they're the the dilly dilly thing and the Bud Knight? Uh, I'm aware of Bud Knight. Right. So like the commercial is the Bud Knight jousting with somebody, and they're all like, oh yeah the Bud Knight's gonna win, and then and he gets like knocked off his horse. And then, like, you see who knocked him off, and it's like, it's the mountain. And he goes over and starts, like, sticking his thumbs through the eye holes of the Bud Knight. Oh, God. <laughs> and then, like, in come dragons and, and, like, light the place on fire. And it's all, like, Game of Thrones final season. But it starts nice. off, like, Bud Light commercial and ends up as Game of Thrones. <laughs> that's That's funny and clever. Yeah. So, yeah, the mountain is scary. I don't want to. That's, yeah. that's one person that I'm. I'm glad that he's halfway across the world. I don't care if he's a really nice guy in real life. It's one of those things. Just like, nope. People who are actual giants, I just don't trust. They they right. grind my bones to make their bread and fee fi fo fum fuck me up all the day long. So that's 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 a hard pass. <laughs> Uh yeah, so, um, yeah so, Game of Thrones this year, Westworld next year. Hopefully they'll have yeah, something I, new that is awesome. Yeah, I did, that, well they're supposed to do uh, 
the creators of Game of Thrones are supposed to come out with something. Oh, I guess they're, like they're going to have like the spinoff, the, the earlier version of Game of Thrones. Oh, well, yeah, they're doing that too, but they're also doing something like, uh, are they still doing like a Civil War thing? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard about that. Okay. That might have actually been canceled because of people's outrage. Okay. I don't know. Outrage cancels a lot of things these days. It does. It really does. And sometimes, you know, warrantedly. All right. So that's that's kind of the news. Are we ready to jump into some new releases? Yeah, let's go ahead and start talking about some stuff. All right. So Netflix for Valentine's Day, they have a show called Dating Around. And it follows um, something like, I think it's eight people on on five first dates. Okay, and, that's fun. And they're supposed to decide who uh, who they're going to have the second date with. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. I think yeah. I'm interested in watching that. Sure. <laughs> You're like, I'm not, but I can understand how you would. I can understand people enjoying stuff like that. It's really just not my thing at all. I don't know. Like, I, I go through these, these spurts where I, I miss dating. So watching other people dating kind of. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like reality TV and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I get it. I just don't, it doesn't personally sound very good to me. That, that show. Okay. Uh, it looks like it's pretty well produced and things, so... I mean, it's Netflix. I'm yeah. sure it's up to up to their standards. Uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, Ken Jong has a, a special called You Complete Me Ho. Comes out on yeah. uh, the day after Valentine's Day. I found out something interesting recently. Apparently he's an actual doctor. Yes. Yes, he is. Like, I mean, that just blows my mind. Yeah, like he is, he's a doctor and then quit to become a comedian. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's wild. That's wild. That, that was, that was his choice in life. And it, it worked. I, I like when, I, okay, so he's, he's one of the judges on uh, the, 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 the mass singer. singer. Yeah. And, um, like, uh, so, Previous week, he got the the person who got kicked off. Uh, he guessed who it was correctly. Nice. And so he was super cocky for this next episode, and, and like uh, he's he's like, I need you to refer to me as like like uh, Doctor, like always correct. Doctor correct. Yeah, something like that. Like it was always, it, and, it, and it always has doctor in the title because he's a doctor. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the way I would be if I was a doctor of anything. Yep. Like, I've, I've looked into a couple of times. What's the cheapest, easiest doctorate I can go for? <laughs> and it's still not worth it. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he's got that special. I may check that out. I, I, I've, from watching The, uh, the Masked Singer, I've, I've really enjoyed him lately. That and in... Um, uh, crazy rich Asians, like he's. Oh, is he in that? Yeah, he's in that. Of course, he's okay. In that. Um, but yeah, so 
like between all that, like he's been in my my I don't know my space, my mind space, mind space. Your yes. Minecraft. My Minecraft. Ooh. Anyway, yeah. uh, other things on Netflix. There's uh, Larry Charles, Dangerous World of Comedy. Uh, do you know who Larry Charles is? I do not. He is the director of uh, Borat and um, Religious. Uh, okay. And what he's doing in this uh, special is um, going to different countries of the world and finding uh, people who are doing comedy in like places where doing comedy will get them killed. So uh, he's in like Iraq and stuff like that, finding comedy. That's okay. Kind of cool. That looks yeah, like it could be funny. I, I, I don't think it's as as like making fun of people as like Borat yeah. is. So. Uh, so that's that, uh, the Umbrella Academy. Are you familiar with this one? Yeah, I actually just saw like either a partial trailer or something along those lines, uh, either today or yesterday or something. Mm -hmm. It's like a bunch of kids are like virgin births and they all have special abilities. Yep. It was, uh, do you know the, like the, like, uh, so it's, it's, uh, based on a graphic novel. Uh, done by one of the guys from My Chemical Romance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, it uh, it actually looks pretty good in my opinion. I want to check it out. Yeah, yeah. It it the little bit that I saw and everything. It's like, ah, I'll have to check that out. And it has so um, yeah. It has Ellen Page. And like nobody else I know. Okay. But I like Ellen Page. Yeah, I like her fine. I liked her earlier career stuff than her later career stuff, but you know, it's all yeah. good. Uh, and then uh, at the end of like these two weeks, uh, there's a show called Working Moms. Um, and it's is it about prostitution? Ha. Huh. No. It's about moms going back to work. Um, so prostitution. It's, it's a, yes. I mean, I mean, I, I that's what your mom's doing. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah. Probably oh, not. definitely, definitely. But anyway, so like this is a comedy. Uh, apparently, there's there's like one scene where there's a bunch of them sitting around and there's like a yoga instructor saying, "All right, let's do this pose," and everybody's just sitting there with their babies, and then. And then one of the women says, all right, can we just be adults and, and just decide that babies don't need to do yoga? <laughs> yeah. And um, I don't know, like, it's, uh, there's one where in the trailer, they're like, you, you've, you've got to go back to work. And she's like, but it's only been eight months. She's like, people that like uh, vets with PTSD need longer than that. And she, they're like, are you comparing, are you comparing uh, childbirth to going to war? And she's like, no, childbirth is worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a funny joke. Yeah. So like, it's, it's things like that. So 
uh, it'll probably be something that Becca will watch. Yeah, it sounds right up Becca's alley. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's that's Netflix for the next two weeks. Uh, Amazon has the Lorena Bobbitt uh, miniseries. Yeah. Yeah, it's from her perspective. I, I still have I have trouble. I'm sure it's going to be one of those things that's very very telling. But I'm sorry, you just you don't you don't cut somebody's penis off without their, their permission. Yeah, I I probably will not watch this. I no, I don't. I I don't see myself sitting down to watch it without you know sitting cross legged. <laughs> um. And I, you know, and I am completely in her corner in the sense that I'm sure she was abused and John Bobbitt was a horrible husband and a terrible person to push her to the point where she did that. But you don't cut a dude's penis off without his permission. I hear the, the, whatchamacallit, the, the jailhouse, the Chicago song, the, he had it coming. <laughs> yeah. I hear that in my head now. Yeah. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did in a lot of ways, but you just leave him. You divorce him, and if he's done something awful, you try and get him sent to jail. Right. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's coming on uh, Amazon. They also have a uh, the giant beast that is this global economy, and it's a documentary series uh, produced by the uh, Funny or Die people. Um, okay, so Will Ferrell and a bunch of other people? Yeah, and uh, it was hosted by, um, what's his face, uh, Kumar, Kalpin. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's uh, not done a whole lot lately, has he? No. He quit house to work for the Obama administration, and I don't think he's done much. I guess How I Met Your Mother was the last thing I remember seeing him in. He also hosted a show with like Genius Kids. Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Genius Kids. It was. Uh, it was just like people who had. They called it like superpowers almost because they were they were like super, like brain powers or like like they were very talented in specific things. Like, okay, cool. Uh, it was called like Superhumans or something like that. Okay, it, it that was completely under my long. radar. Nope. I watched like an yeah. episode or two. Um, and for Gino, that's basically just you telling a television series to fuck off. If you <laughs> if you don't binge an entire season of it, it's it's hardly even you can hardly even consider it an actual show, right? I don't think there was more than an episode or two for me to watch. So, well, there you go. So it's hard to consider an actual show. Uh, uh yeah. So uh, it looks. Uh, it is a documentary, so it is kind of serious, but uh, it looks funny in, in the way it's produced and the way he interviews people and things, so like, it could be good. Yeah. Um, so that's Amazon. Uh, YouTube has uh, something I'm excited for. Uh, it's called Weird City. Have you heard anything about this? I don't think I have. Maybe. I uh, believe Weird City is the one. Let me check this out real fast before I confuse it for something else. Um, 
Uh, do 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 do. Maybe not. It's an anthology series, and uh, each episode is an exploration of issues that present that pertain to present day life stories that could only be found now through the prism of sci fi and comedy. Uh, so it's kind of a funny Black Mirror. Yeah, I, I'm more interested in that, I guess, than Black Mirror. It, um, it seems to be anthology series are really popular right now. Yeah, and um, it has a uh, here Sarah Gilbert, Ed O'Neill, Rosario Dawson, Michael Sarah, uh, Laverne Cox, Lavar Burton. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, so it's um, got it's got quite a big cast. That's quite a pull here. for uh, for YouTube. Aquafina, uh, Hannah Simone, Julian Jacobs, Mark Hamill. Um, yeah, so it's got a lot of people. Huh. Oh, well, good for them. Um. So yeah. I'm I'm kind of interested in this. I think I might check it out. Um, I don't know how you'll check it out, but I I have YouTube Premium, so yeah. That's, but that's because I pay for play music, and I get YouTube Premium with it. So that's fair. That's fine. I wouldn't pay for just YouTube Premium by itself. But um, which is such such a better name than the YouTube Red it was. Yeah, premium is a much better name than red. <laughs> I know. I go looking for premium tube and I find something completely different than red tube. Yeah. Anyway. Um let's see here. DC Universe has a new show called Doom Patrol. Yeah, it is it live action? Um I am not sure. I think it is. Yep, it's a live-action original series. Okay, yeah. With um, Robot Man, voiced by Brendan Fraser, but played by someone else. Okay. Uh, Negative Man is, is uh, Matt Bomer from um, White Collar. Okay. And... Uh, Elastigirl, Beast Boy... Let's see here. Last girl is April Balbley, and Crazy Jane is uh, Diane Guerrero from Orange Is the New Black. I don't know who that is. I'm sure I will recognize her face once I Google this in a second. Uh, the name doesn't ring a bell for me, but I'm sure Orange Is the New Black. I'm sure I've seen her and know her. I'd probably just know her by her character name. Oh yeah, she's uh one of the um let's see here. Um Maritza Ramos Ramos is the character. Uh she's one of the like the young Latina girls. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about Doom Patrol. Um, I mean, it's DC. It, it, I don't know. I mean, it's it was like the slightly darker version of Teen Titans. 
Yeah. So like like it's a bunch of like DC like B list and C list characters. Um, new, new episodes of this will stream weekly, so I'm I'm kind of interested to see. There's that. And what was the other series that like was it Titans? Is was that the name? It was of the Titans. Yeah, it was Titans. Yeah, live action. Like I, I uh, may let Titan these build series. up a little bit and then do a free trial and like binge a couple episodes of it to see if it's worth watching. Yeah, how much are they wanting for DC Universe? Is it like seven ninety nine? I don't know. Um, let's see here. I can look that up. Ultimate DC membership is. I don't know. I guess I should just. Seven ninety nine a month, okay, or seventy five dollars a year. Look at me gauging that correctly. Yep. Uh, but it has comic books as well as video. I don't know. That's cool. Of, yeah, it's kind of if you're into in it for the comic books, then like seven ninety nine yeah, a month yeah. isn't. Uh, yeah, honestly, like. If they get a pretty decent catalog behind them of like television shows, it might be worth it just for that. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. So that's that's the DC Universe stuff. We're moving on to traditional TV. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. So TBS has a show coming called Miracle Workers. Yeah, I'm I'm actually interested in this. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't know um, anything about it until I read it, read it, but it sounds good. Yeah, Steve Buscemi is God, and he decides that he's just going to go ahead and destroy the Earth, that it's okay. lost cause. And Daniel Radcliffe works in the Angel Department, granting miracles, I guess. Okay. Or something along those lines, and, really and they're all like to prayers. Is... Yeah. Um. And so they have to go about, I guess, convincing God not to let it all go. I bet you it ends with the destruction of the world. Nice. I I, I think that's where it'll go. But it looks like it's going to be funny. And yeah. it's supposed to be just a miniseries, too. Okay. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that... Um, it's uh, they they couldn't get like Radcliffe to sign on for an entire series, and he would he would he would not agree to come back for like a second season or anything like that. And so I think it's supposed to just be a mini series. Okay, that makes sense. And so I I can see them doing like ten episodes, and you know each one of them forty minutes TBS style. So apparently, originally uh, Owen Wilson was supposed to be God. And they replaced him with Steve Buscemi. I, I like that a little bit better. The you like Owen Wilson better, or you like Steve Buscemi better? I, I like Steve Buscemi better. Okay. I think Owen Wilson is more like a laid back. Like I just think of him as being like, uh, like the guy in you know Meet the Fockers or, mm-hmm. um, uh, wet, or... Wedding Crashers. Yeah, Wedding Crashers. You know, just like he'd be like one of those chill kind of gods. You know, like. 
oh man, well, yeah, I just kind of thought that we would talk about this more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just decided, uh, yeah, we're just going to blow it up. And Steve Buscemi just strikes me as like, you know, got on his last nerve and yeah, it's like, okay, we're going to go ahead and start over. I like Steve Buscemi. Nice. Do you ever watch, um, that, uh, the Lucy K thing with Steve Buscemi, uh, that he like produced and put out on his website and, um, what, what was it called? Um, I have no idea. I'm trying to remember. Well, I quickly Google. Uh, Horace and Pete. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't ring a bell for me. I don't. That was completely off my radar. Okay. Uh, yeah. It is a. It's described as an American tragedy web series created and directed by uh, Louis C.K. Yeah, I, I think by law, I'm not allowed to watch anything by Louis C.K. right now. Okay. It is on Hulu if you were interested, but um, but it has Alan Alda and Steve Buscemi. Yeah, that's and, that's sad because I'd like to see those two work together, but apparently I can't do that. Okay. My my contract uh, is it, it specifically states that I can't watch any movies, shows, or web series um, that is either directed, starring, or produced by somebody who has been found guilty in the court of public opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is frustrating because I liked a lot of Bill Cosby stand up. And I'm not allowed to watch like any more of that pops. anymore. And I'm not allowed and to putting pops anymore. I know, I know. It's real rough. <laughs> and you can't wear sweaters. It's it's real rough. Or, what, you know, rape women. Yeah, yeah. You know, with with pudding pops at that. No, that's too far. That's I'm sorry. I apologize to our three listeners. <laughs> I am sorry. I went way too far on that. But, yeah, like, uh, there's a lot of stuff. Like, Baby Driver. I'm not going to ever watch that again. Wait, why? Oh, because it's starring um, a creepy Kevin Spacey. Oh, is it? Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. I forgot who was in that. I, I almost yeah. saw like half of it. Yeah, it's, uh, well, now you can't watch the rest of it by okay. law. Fair enough. Um, you know, and there's just a lot of Kevin Spacey stuff that I really enjoyed. And, yep, yeah, can't watch any more of it. All right. Um, where were we at? Okay, so tell me about the Eddie Murphy movie Boomerang. Um, it was he's a 1920s club owner, I think, or something like that. No, wait, I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of something else. I think he just dates women, I think he's just like in a series of relationships. Okay. It wasn't like one of his big things. It was like something that he wanted to do in the 80s that wasn't necessarily a comedy. Let's see here. So this is a romantic comedy with Eddie Murphy as Marcus Graham, a hotshot advertising executive who happens to be an insatiable womanizer and male chauvinist. Yeah. Uh, Sounds about right. 
and it was like I don't I don't know maybe in the nineties like late eighties early nineties okay yeah I remember watching it and I was probably way too young for it but I was watching because it, it was Eddie Murphy and I don't know it just it wasn't my it it wasn't a movie that was directed towards me I guess okay so uh, the BET channel is starting a boomerang series. It's like a direct sequel to this movie. Okay. Is it starring Eddie Murphy? Uh, I don't think so. I I doubt it. Uh, but it's a BET series? Uh, yes, it's a BET series. Okay, well that makes sense. Yeah, but I, I thought it was interesting that they're doing a a sequel to a 1992 movie. I think they could do that to a lot of movies. Like, you could either do a miniseries or, like, you know, two or three seasons based upon, like, Groundhog's Day, based upon Beverly Hills Cop. I mean, there was a Beverly Hills Cop television series, I think. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which there was a Ferris Bueller Day Off television series. Um, Just a lot of stuff. I think that you could actually get, like, a miniseries out of it. And I think people would tune in for that, you know? Yeah. Rather than doing, like, reboots or remakes. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're playing off of all the old content anyway, I think I'd rather have a sequel than a, than a reboot. Yeah. Unless the, the, the original thing was not good, and then you can reboot it into something good and then do a sequel to that. Oh, sure. There's, there's plenty of ideas out there that kind of fell flat or were either, you know, before their time or right. just not had the right audiences or something along those lines uh, that I think, you know, are primed for a reboot in that sense. And uh, let's see here. So other TV shows that are coming in the next two weeks, there's a show called Proven Innocent. It's a new like procedural crime drama on Fox. Yeah, it's like cold cases, but instead they they get people off. Yep. Yeah. Cold cases getting people off. Cold cases getting people off. I'm sure a lot of people did. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that and then of course there's the the Oscars. Yeah, the 91st Academy Awards. So that's it as far as traditional TV goes. And that, that kind of wraps up our new releases for TV. Uh, there's a couple streaming movies. Uh, from Netflix, we got The Breaker Uppers. Yeah. Uh, which is like um, like a, a pair who uh, they get like screwed over by the same guy. And they get together and they start a business where they break up for people. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of where I I figured that was going. Yep. Um. So that's that's on Netflix, and then uh, there's another one called Paddleton, which I looked at it earlier and I can't remember. Uh, it is two friends who head off on a road trip after one of them is diagnosed with terminal cancer. Uh, it's got Ray Romano in it. Okay. Um. It's a comedy drama, sort of. And it's a it's a movie. Uh, yes. Okay. And that's also Netflix. 
Yep. Okay. But, uh, it, um, it's already got like a, an 80 Metacritic score. Um, yeah, I like Ray Romano. It could actually be pretty good. Yeah. And then, uh, there's also a Kim Possible movie, live action movie on Disney. Yeah. Uh, I just figure this is, you know, what, 20 years too late? Yeah. I mean, is there still that big of a Kim Possible following? Like, I assume it's a reboot kind of move. I I guess. I mean, like, I just I just really think that. I mean, the show is like twenty years old, right? Yeah, I think so. I guess they're getting a lot of people like of our generation to try and join the Disney service. Maybe. Is that what it is? I or I, I, I really just don't know who this is specifically for. But um, I, I don't know. I really think they're rebooting it into a live action sort of thing, like, like for the next generation. I, I guess, yeah. So you think that it's a movie that's going to get a bunch of sequels? It might, yeah, like a uh, Spy Kids kind of thing. I, I guess it could, yeah. So, I don't know. I just think this is one of those things where it's like, if, you, if you're interested in the idea of this, just watch the television cartoon. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, I don't know. You think it's something your kids would like? Or are they uh, too, live... too young for live action, Kim Possible, you think? I think they're probably too young, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. It's it's done by Disney, so I'm sure it's like, if anything, it's just pushing barely PG. Right. You know, uh, so I I don't know. I don't know. I probably wouldn't let them watch it. Although they watch Phineas and Ferb, which I think is the same art style. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I I think I'd probably pass on that. I don't necessarily think that I'd let the kids watch that. Okay. Maybe maybe Zizi. Maybe if she really wanted to watch something like that, but I don't. I don't think so. Okay. So that's streaming movies, or in Disney's case, that's actual TV movie. Yeah. Um. And then uh, actual movies in the theaters. Um. So yeah, like next week's gonna be busy. For Fantasy Movie League. Yeah, uh, it's got a lot of options. A lot of options. So on the 13th, you've got uh, Isn't It Romantic? And Happy Death Day to You. Yeah. Um, and then on the 14th, you've got Alita Battle Angel. Uh-huh. And then on the 15th, you've got Fighting With My Family. So yeah, fun stuff. Uh, are you familiar with all these? Do you know what they are? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Isn't It Romantic is uh, Rebel Wilson, I think is the actress's yep. name, right? Yep. Uh, she is a person who's living in everyday New York, and she gets a uh, like a head wound or something like that. And she wakes up, and she's in... She wakes up into like a PG-13 romantic comedy mm-hmm. with Chris Hemsworth and a bunch of other people. Uh, but she she's kind of transported to this opposite universe, and 
It seems funny. I thought that was funny. I think it's a perfect Valentine's Day movie. Right. I I thought it looks hilarious and I, I want to go see it. But Becca's all like, no, that looks dumb. So I don't know if we'll see it or not. <laughs> You'll see it. You'll see it. Um, Happy Death Day to You is the sequel to Happy Death Day, which is about this. It's, a, it's an interesting concept for a horror movie. Uh, it's like we've talked about this like last week, didn't we? Yeah. Where it's it's Groundhog's Day, but a slasher film. And this one, uh, not only is the cycle happening again, but it's happening to other people. So she has to kill herself to reset the day. And so that's an interesting take on it. Um, I've not seen the first one. And I don't know. I saw the trailer for this. And it's like, maybe I do need to see those. Because it was good. kind of... It was kind of tongue in cheek. I laughed at the trailer. You know, it's it's one of those things that if you can get me to laugh at your trailer and it's a genre that I don't necessarily enjoy, uh, I think I have to, by law, check it out at least, or at least watch the first one. You know, yeah. Um, Alita: Battle Angel is done by the same people that did Avatar. Um, it's that, supposed to be really. That I've definitely seen. Um, it's supposed to be really good in 3D. You know, it's it's one of those movies that's made for 3D. Um, and it's about this android or this girl or something. But anyway, it's 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 mm-hmm. supposed to be just action packed. I I probably will see this. Um, I've got a buddy here who's interested in it, so we might even see it in 3D opening night. Yeah. Um, and I... fighting with my family. Oh, go on. Oh, I was going to say my Cinemia stuff uh, rolls over on, like, the 21st. So I've got I've got a week. Well, okay, so I, I've got, like, two weeks from now to, to watch uh, two movies. And, um, and yeah, so I'll, I'll probably see two of these movies. And, and yeah. Elite is going to be one of them. Yeah, uh, I, I might actually go see... Um... Because I'll see Alita 3D, which means I can't use my Sanemi for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I might see Happy Death Day, and I might see actually uh, Isn't It Romantic? Um, I might actually go see that in theaters by myself and be the only the, the only person not getting oh, a hand job in the theater. Sad. I know, I know. I'll be the only person not getting a hand job. I might be able to convince Sarah to come with me. Yeah. We might do a date night. You should. Um, uh... You should get a Cinemia, like one month, one once a month thing. Yeah, but that puts pressure on us, and we don't do well with that. Okay. Like we have to go out and see a movie. It just it's well, one of those things. That... How much is a movie there? Uh, it's like twelve bucks. So if you get the ticket thing for like three ninety nine, and you get like a year. Yeah, but we for, for we have bucks. seen. We have seen one movie since moving to Colorado, so that's an entire year together, and that was The Incredibles 2. Yeah, and you took your whole and family we, for that. Yeah, yeah and we, we went as an entire family, so that just that just shows you the okay. level of movie that we would go see. Like, I couldn't get her to go see Bohemian Rhapsody, or there was a couple other things uh, that, you know, I said, oh, you might actually enjoy this, and we can go see it. And it's just, we've had a couple other date nights, and... It's not okay. been a movie night. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so finally, fighting with my family is, you know, uh, if you are into wrestling, you will like this movie. That's yep. that's the that's the gimmick. 
It is produced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson and starring Nick he Frost. He plays The Rock in this movie. So He plays The Rock. Like he plays like his his like wrestling stage character in this. Um it's got a, and, a the guy from um what's his face? Uh the Shaun of the Dead and Yeah, yeah, Nick Frost. Movies. Yes, that's his name. Yeah, he's he's the he's the father of the family and I think a amateur wrestler or semi pro or something along those lines. Or maybe just a mega fan. Um right. but yeah, it's just it's just about two kids who grew up in a family where fighting was you know, wrestling was the thing. And they get a shot at the big league. And quite frankly, the trailer I think spoiled all the plot stuff, but I don't think people who are really into wrestling really care about that. Yeah. Um, every few years, like a movie comes out that is based within like the wrestling world, and um, and they they tend to do okay. I think they tend to usually have a pretty big cult following. I think a lot of people who are really into the WWE will go see this movie. Yeah, I don't think it'll do like way well, but I think it'll. No, it'll this is right. also one of those things that I think will do really well. Redbox. Yeah. I think a lot of people will do that. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be like an okay movie. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, so, I probably, I'm not going to go see it. What's your pick for fantasy movie? League? Uh, Alita. No, I, I would probably go with, isn't it romantic because it's a Valentine's day movie. Really? Okay. I think a lot of people will go see that. Um, the people who aren't into that will probably go see happy death day. And Alita has not been advertised well enough. Okay. I think I think that um I think less people will go see that. Now it's my it might be one of those things that like it it really blossoms after its opening weekend. A lot of word of mouth gets out. But like honestly, the only trailer I've actually seen for it airing on like YouTube or you know, playing, it's talked about how good it looks. It's not necessarily about its story or anything. Yeah. It's like, you need to see this in 3D. And it's like, okay, it's one of those action-heavy things. Don't worry about plot. And those movies don't usually do well unless it has a big cult following. Fair enough. So I, I would go with Isn't It Romantic and maybe Happy Death Day. All right. I guess we'll have to see uh, how expensive those are. Yeah, yeah. And that, that kind of depends on how that goes. And then the following week, uh, the big thing is How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Yeah, invest all the money you can in that one. It's going to be broken up to individual days. Yeah, probably. And Friday, Saturday would probably be the best ones. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, leading from uh, that into what we're watching... Uh, Becca's been watching uh, Dragons Race to the Edge, and so I've been watching some of that with her. If My she... kids have actually watched all of those, and I've watched most of them with them. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're all pretty good. It's a pretty good television sh- series. Yeah, it is. And it, it has a lot of the original cast. and It does. It's got McLovin. It's got Jay What's-His-Face. Yeah. It's, uh, it does not have Gerald Butler, though. No. Um, But it's got... Uh... It had T.J. Uh, Miller. The, yeah, it had T.J. Miller. I don't and think the, it does anymore, though. 
uh, like the the series had him, but the the new movie doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Is that what it is? Yep. Um. But yeah, it's it's got a it's got a pretty big and diverse cast, and uh, the plot's pretty good. I think it takes place before. Well, yeah, it definitely takes place before the second movie. No. I don't think so. Yeah, it does. Does it? It well, I mean, because you've seen the second movie, right? Yes. What happened to the dad at the end of the second movie? Did he? I don't remember. He died. Did he? He died. He got killed. He was blown up by Toothless. Okay. Yeah, so he died. So it takes place before the second movie. Okay. I've actually I've actually not seen the, the new season, so it might jump forward in time there. Um but yeah, like in the third movie In uh, the the series it ends up with uh, uh he's he's sick and taking a turn for the worse and so they name him as chief. Like at the very end of the series. Okay. I mean, I guess he possibly survived. I don't know, um, um, but I don't. I don't necessarily think so. I'm. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure at the end of the second movie he was dead. I think they buried him, okay. like a Viking, like flaming funeral kind of a thing. Uh, okay. Like the there are things that happen in the series that are in the third movie. Yes, I'm sure. Like like his flaming sword is very prominent in the very beginning of the movie. I mean, he had that in the second movie. Did he? Yes. Okay. Man, do I not remember the second movie? Yeah, I don't think you watched the second movie. Are you no, sure you I've just seen, seen a trailer for it? Because it has the mom, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's the way he gets like the dragons to like him, is that he like puts the flaming sword in front of them. It's not like a weapon. It's a, it's a thing to coax the dragons and prove to them that like he's one of them. Okay. Um, but yeah, like he invents like his whole like flying suit and all that kinds of stuff, and he does that throughout the series. Yeah. But he's he's perfected it by the time the second movie happens. Okay. Or maybe not maybe not perfected it, but he's definitely more competent. This is definitely like you know Mark three as opposed to his Mark one and two from the television series. Right. Okay. But yeah, it 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 takes place. If not before the second movie, then parallel up to the second movie. Like I think it takes place between the first and second movie for sure. Okay. I'm looking to see. Are there short films and things as well? They do. Video games. DreamWorks. DreamWorks has done a big thing with uh, How to Train Your Dragon. They, they've they gone all over the place, and they've made a lot of stuff. Same thing for Kung Fu Panda, actually. Yep. There's a lot of additional content beyond the movies for Kung Fu Panda. Um, but yeah, so uh, the Race to, Race to the Edge, um, How to Train Your Dragon... Uh, it's it's a good series. It's it's worth checking out. I think the entire thing is available on Netflix. Uh, so check yeah. that out. So yeah, um, I've been watching that. That's where we're going with this. Is what we're watching. 
Yeah, yeah. I've been let's not get that. into let's not get into the the timeline of how to train your dragons quite yet. I think you need to rewatch the second movie before yeah. either of us can discuss that. That's probably true. Um, uh, I'm sure you watched uh, it much I, more recently than I have. So, yeah, probably within at least, if not this year, then within the last six months. I th- I think I've seen all uh, the movies and the entire series twice. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I watched, uh, I finished watching The Good Place, or at least I've caught up. Yeah, yeah, it's done for the season. Okay, so yeah, yeah, so I, uh, uh, I am caught up and everything, and it was good, it ended well. I, I, I kind of saw those things coming. Um, uh, it made me really think and want to watch What Dreams May Come, kind of. Okay. Like, I think it's in the sense that, um... That they are kind of like soulmates, and I think that eventually it's going to end with her having her memories wiped too, so they can kind of find each other again. Makes sense. I would not be surprised of that. In the good place. In the good place, yes. It, it ends with them all in the good place. Yep. Like Sarah, we were watching it, and she said, "He is. He's still torturing them." He's still torturing them. And I could see how that would actually be a thing. Hmm. Like they've never actually left the bad place. And this is just a way for them to be torturing them to get their hopes up that they might actually make it into the good place. And, you know, the fact that Tahani now has, you know, somebody to torture her. Yeah. And, you know, they've erased Chidi's mind and, Done all that kinds of stuff, you know. I, I, I could see that. I could see that they're still torturing them. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. And it's one of those things that this show is so good, but it is hard to explain to yeah. anybody why it's good. You just um, want people to watch it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, and I rewatched uh, the first season with Sarah. And it was good. The first season is by far the best season. Yeah. And with each additional season. The resets and the. Yes. Well, that was the second season, really. Okay, yeah. That was the beginning of the second season. That's true. Um, But the first season is, I think, phenomenal and can stand alone. Like, you just. You just can keep rewatching the first season over and over and over again on a repeat. And I think canonically, it makes sense. Because it's just him erasing their minds and sending them back in over and over again. And it's weird, because I really think that every season they're going to ruin it. And it's going to be awful. And it's like, okay, it's going to be canceled this season. And I'm always surprised. It's like, oh, wow, they're doing actually a good job. This is still entertaining. There, with this last season, there was like a few meandering things. But it's one of those things they had to happen. To get them where they currently are. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I thought it was kind of convenient that never once, while they're on Earth, they, they thought to curse. Right. You know, they, they literally could have said something at any point, And Eleanor suddenly becomes somebody who doesn't curse anymore. And the moment <laughs> they get into the, the, the good place, she, she starts cursing and she can't. Nice. And so that was that was that was funny and interesting. 
Um, but yeah, so I am caught up with that, and I watched three fourths of the first episode of Dirk Gently, uh, okay. Holistic Detective, and it is very very weird. It is like I'm watching. I'm watching like the first episode, and I was like, "This is so left field. This is such a weird show." And I also realized why you brought it up while I was talking about Happy. Because mm-hmm. it seems like these things exist in the same universe. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's got a lot of really funny lines. And it seems to be a very interesting, rich universe. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly how I feel about it. But I'm, I, I'm going to finish watching. Like I was watching the first episode and then... Uh, my youngest woke up from her nap, and so I had to stop this show. And I'm like 10 minutes from the end of the first episode. But I'm definitely going to go back and I'll watch more. Have you have you gotten to the point where... Um, the... the Rowdy Three showed up. Like, that's that's where I'm at. Like, they, right. they just left... Uh, they just left uh, Elijah's care, uh, apartment. So you got, you got Dirk Gently, and you got the, the, the chick looking for Dirk Gently. Yeah, the holistic assassin. Yes. Okay. So they they explained the holistic assassin part. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like the, that the is, I like the tech. That is like, like my the favorite guy. part of the show. I like the tech guy going like, "Isn't that just a murder spree?" Yeah. And she's all like, "No, <laughs> I haven't yep. killed the wrong person yet." It's like you almost killed me. Almost <laughs> is the key. <laughs> yep. Like it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's At least funny. The first it's, season it's, is like uh, I haven't watched any of the second season yet. Okay, I, I wasn't aware that there was a second season to have, but it's 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 entertaining. It's very entertaining, but I could see how a lot of people get really put off by this too. So yeah, I will watch more, but I it's one of those things where I'm not going to be like, oh, you totally just need to see it. You mean you, you know? get like two episodes in before it like starts to tie together, and you go, oh, okay, okay. Well, I'll probably end up watching the the rest of that episode and maybe even get into the second episode. Probably after we're done recording, if not tomorrow. Okay. Um, let's see here. I watch a lot of my normal things. Uh, Single Parents is still really good. Like, I really like it. Uh, okay. Big Bang Theory is in the last season. And and it's all wrapping up. Yep. Like... It's uh, like Sheldon may get his Nobel Prize. Nice. So I don't know. I don't know. Spoilers, how I feel about dude. Doing all that. I'm just six seasons behind. I mean, I'm <laughs> just about to catch up. I'm actually probably closer to like eight seasons. It's like ten seasons or something, isn't it? Uh, twelve. Okay, yeah. So I'm I'm at least eight seasons behind. Or eleven? It might be eleven seasons. Yeah, I'm still probably eight seasons behind. Let's just yep. that's a nice safe number. Um let's see here. Have you been watching any more Brooklyn Nine Nine? How are you doing on that? Yeah, we, we're we're watching a bit more. We're uh uh let's see what just happened. Um we watched an episode actually tonight and it was the one where it was the the fiction writer, the Okay. The, the like the Harry Potter The Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we just watched that episode. So that's where we're at. We're, I don't know, we're in the middle of the season right before this one, I guess, right? Yep. 
Um, so we're catching up. Probably by the time this season wraps, I'll, we'll probably be into the new season. Okay. But yeah, I'm. I haven't watched Thursday's episode of it yet, but I'm. I've watched the first like five or whatever. There's been four or five. So you're enjoying the NBC run? Yes. Uh, okay. There, good. There are things that they can do on NBC that they can't do on, that we we discussed that before. The, yeah, yeah. How they can blur swear words and and things and nudity and and so like they're they're having fun with that kind of stuff as well as. Okay. It's things that I probably didn't even like realize they were, you know, skirting around. Yeah. But it sounds it sounds fun. It sounds oh, fun. Man. I like Frimulon. So uh, one of the best bits was um, you just got to imagine this is Gina teaching Captain Holt how to trash talk. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And and it's Holt trash talking, and it's hilarious. So. Like, and I just I I just enjoy Captain Holt just through and through. Yep, he's a fantastic character, and there have been times where um, I've not enjoyed him as much. I think that like they they got to the point where he was a little bit too ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but the times where he reels it back just a little bit, and he has moments, it's just it always gets a laugh every every time with me. So, yeah. Yeah, the new season is pretty good. Um, anything else you've been watching television wise? Uh, I I've not been in the mood for hour long TV shows, and then this week I was like, okay, let's let's watch some of these. So I I watched what was uh the like January the first January episode of uh the Good Doctor, and hey, you're uh, still enjoying that. The last episode in December ended on like big like two part cliffhanger. Okay. And, and I've been so not in the mood to watch hour long TV shows that it's been it's been like six weeks now and I and I finally got around to to watching this next episode of this show that I really like. Yeah, the show's pretty good. Um Okay. Uh and continues to be. Uh if I can get myself up to watch more of it, then I'm gonna watch more of it, but and is then, it like emotionally draining too? Like, is is that part of it too? Uh, yeah, a little. Okay. Um. And uh, I also watched the first episode of season two of Orville. Uh, so how was that? Like, I I only got like a few episodes into the first season. Um. Like, what was the episode? Where the android is protecting the doctor on a planet. I think that was the last episode I saw. Okay. Which is, I think, like five or six episodes in. Yeah. And it's just like, I just don't need any more of this. This show doesn't know what it needs to be. I I just pass. I keep reading reviews and things that are all like better than Star Trek. I mean, I think that's because the Star Trek bar lowered. Not because it's getting better. Like, um uh this episode I watched um it's it's less dick jokes and more like situational funny. Like and this is just an example, just a small example, and it's just because it's also coming from the limited pool of the episodes that I did see. There was an episode where um the captain where Seth MacFarlane and his ex wife they end up beaming over to a thing and they get locked into 
a like a planetary planetary zoo or something like that. Uh-huh. And there's just this one scene where she thinks she's going to be dealing with his parents, so she gets an edible from the synthesizer so that she can, you know, have that and that way she can tolerate his parents. And it's just this little setup kind of a joke. And I thought, oh, she's going to take the edible. They're, they're going to think that she's, you know, that she's damaged or possibly going to infect the entire zoo. Or they're going to find out that, you know, edibles is a way to, like, have, like, mind control over the aliens or something. It never, ever comes up again. Right. It was a setup that never paid off. And it's just, oh, it's because we have to do pot humor and we have to do dick jokes. Yeah, um... and if and the thing is, is that like it never paid off. It was just a thing, is just a line that was in there for absolutely no reason. And I'm fine with I'm fine with pot jokes and dick jokes and all that stuff. But you can't also have it both ways, where you're trying to be like a serious space exploration show, and you're also having things where you're you know your people are doing you know stupid things like going onto a planet where you're disguising as the locals and you end up getting arrested because you jumped up onto a statue and started humping it you know it's just things like that just really just take me out of the universe and it just it's just like no this show does not know what it wants to be and <laughs> i am not the audience for it so the yeah. First episode of the second season seems to be a bit better about that. Um, I mean, I might pick it back up, but I don't know if I'm going to watch all the episodes. Right, I might just go ahead and to. skip. I might just go ahead and just be like, nope, I'm going to cut those off, and I'm going to start watching season two, and I'll give season two six episodes, and if it still doesn't you know, hook me, then it's just the series is done. I just, I'm, I'm not going to come back to it. Like all you really need like, to, it's know to get jump a... to season two is that like he falls back in love with his ex wife and but like she's not available. I mean that's <laughs> I don't think anybody didn't see that coming. Yep. I mean they they have to keep pushing that tension farther and farther. You know you you can't have the two people who are destined for each other actually get together. Right. Either he's going to be unavailable for her or she's going to be unavailable for him. And they're going to keep milking that until the end of time. You know, I thought you had to do that. And then Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like... Like Santiago and Peralta? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was worried that that was them coming to an end. And it's because they have a cast of other characters to pull the show through. Like, it's no longer really about them. Mm-hmm. It's about the entire 9-9. Well, the enti- it's about the detectives during the day shift in the 9-9. Right. And, yeah, it's just... But the thing is, the Orville, it was really just... It had two main characters and a cast of people around them. They are... They're, they're actually really starting to develop the other cast. So, well, I mean, you have to. You have yeah. to. If you want to keep it going, you have to. Um, so if I start hearing, you know, rave reviews about the second season, um, I might pick up a few episodes just to kind of see. But it's it's got to take a lot for me to jump back in there. Okay. 
So I will I will follow you and you know listen to you every couple weeks and see. I'll fill you out. You you okay. have to sell me on this. All right. Um. Any other television? That's you want to go into a couple movies? TV. Okay. I've watched just a couple movies. I might have done a couple more, but they've either slipped my mind or they weren't noteworthy. Um, but the big one is I watched Glass, uh, the M. Night Shyamalan sequel to Unbreakable. Um, and it's it's not great. It's not good. Like uh, Unbreakable is definitely the best movie. Split was a good standalone movie that turned out to be kind of a sequel. And Glass is not great. That's that's kind of what I heard. And I, we were going to go see it, and then I heard it was not good. And I was like, well, I don't feel like going like, to it's, it. It's not awful, but it's... Um, I don't think M. Night Shyamalan got the budget he was hoping for. And that kind of plays out a bit. And there's a lot of plot holes. A lot of plot holes that just leave you just going, what? Why? And, like, the entire ending just falls apart when you just ask the question, well, why did they do that? And it's just, it's just a frustrating thing. Like, like the, whole, the whole ending pivots on this idea that there were cameras set up at this entire hospital, like, all over the hospital by the people running the hospital. Mm-hmm. And if they would not have set up the cameras, then the ending never would have happened. And you have to ask, why did they need cameras all over the hospital if all of these these three people are in literally one wing of the hospital in specifically three rooms? Hmm. Like, they needed five cameras. They needed one in each room, one in the hallway... And then one on like the guard desk just to keep track of like the guards and you know, if anybody was getting to the guard desk. That's it. Five cameras. And yet they set up hundreds of cameras. And that's the the ending just needs that to happen. And it's one of those things of like you figure out the ending you want and you start writing the story backwards to get to that point. Gotcha. And it's just not great. Like, Split is good. Have you seen Split? Yes. Split is good. And if you want to see James McAvoy, like, ham it up and do a lot of characters and stuff, it's worth it for that. Okay. Um, But, like, Bruce Willis, I don't even know if he was actually in most of the movie. Like, apparently, he, when he does movies now, he has it in his writer that he will film for one day and everything else has to be done with body doubles. And I really feel as though he would, he was probably there for maybe one or two days. Huh? And they just filmed all of the shots where they had to have his face and his reaction and everything else is body doubles, which isn't awful, but I just, it's, it's one of those things that. I don't know if anybody was asking for this, and then when they finally got it, I don't think that he's able to do. Like, this is not like uh, M. Night Shyamalan's saving grace. Right. I think any, any, any goodwill that he gained from Split, he lost with Glass. And if you go into like the IMDb and you go through the trivia, 
like all of the trivia is actually about how monumentous this is that it's two different studios working together for it to happen. Because um, Unbreakable is like Disney and Buena Vista. And Split is like Universal. Oh, okay. And they both collaborated and gave the okay for this to happen. And like all of the IMDB trivia stuff is about how that happened. And it's like, oh, well, if they're not able to talk about the movie, you know it's not good. (laughs) And it's just not. It's just, it's a poor movie. Uh, Like I said, if you liked Split and you liked James McAvoy, he's good in it. He's the best thing actually about the whole movie. Okay. Um, But the rest of the movie is just not worth that. Like this, this is like, if you, this is a red box movie. It's worth a buck. Right. I'll probably watch it once I have a copy available, but. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's, not going to go to the theater and see it, I don't think. Like, it's, it's Redbox or wait until it's available on something like Netflix or Hulu or something. Um, but it's not worth, like, getting a subscription for. It's not worth buying the movie. It's not worth going to see it in theaters. It's just not worth any of that. And, like, as I was watching it, I had a lot of high hopes. And I went in there with a fresh mind. And it just did not pay out for that. Hmm. Well, that sucks to hear. Yeah, it it is. All right. Um, movies I've been watching. Uh, I saw Robin Hood earlier this evening. It came out okay. on video this week. Who is the guy in that? The the white guy. Uh, is it the guy from um, the Kingsman? Kingsman? Yep. Eggsy or whatever. Yep. Okay, okay. I like him. He's fun. He's fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's got Jamie Foxx yep. as... As Little John. Like, is he Little John, really? Yep, yep. He's not like Morgan Freeman's the the Islamic dude or Muslim dude or whatever? He's both? He's both? Okay. I thought he was just Morgan Freeman's character, like from... Uh, the Prince of Thieves movie. Uh, I haven't seen Prince of Thieves, so I'm not sure. With Kevin Costner and Morgan nope, Freeman? I haven't seen it. Oh, it's it's worth it just to see Kevin Costner's horrible, horrible accent. <laughs> like, he slips in and out of this bad British accent. Um, and it's got Christian Slater. It's, it's, it's a, a fine movie. It's got, uh, what's his face? Um... It's got Snape. It's got uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, and Alan Rickman is a fantastic villain in it. He's the sheriff of Nottingham, and he is fantastic in it. Okay. Um, it is worth it just to see him chew the scenery and just be like this fantastic villain. Hmm. Seriously, after we're done, after we're done recording that, you just watch Prince of Thieves. <laughs> And it's it's not a good movie, but it is a fun movie. Yeah, I this movie wasn't real good either. Okay, like I don't know it. Uh, it was okay, but like, like it, uh, it, like from the trailer, I, it kind of looked like to me like Robin Hood meets Batman. Yeah, like uh. So, like, it starts off with him, 
like in his lands and things, and then he gets uh, sent to the Crusades. And yeah. the Crusades scene looks like like modern day war scene. Okay. Like, like things blowing up and all this other stuff and it was it's real it was real intense. And I was okay. like That's... I was like, okay, bows and arrows and things blowing up or during the Crusades? I don't know. Like it didn't seem Yeah, I don't think that actually happened, but you know. But, but it sounds um, it sounds it sounds an interesting take. Yeah, but it was it was uh yeah, it was a very actionful movie. And, okay. Um like the the best part's like them training him to be like as good a shot as he is and the hood. Yep. Yeah. But uh but yeah, like uh Jamie Foxx is like like Muslim guy, like fighting him in the Crusades, gets his hand chopped off to save him, but then like he frees, he frees him like uh, Robin frees Jamie Fox. Okay. And so he like sneaks on board on the ship, like stows away on the ship to get back to England, and then, um, and then they end up together. And, okay. and he's all like, my name is something long and hard to say. And then he's all like, the he's all like, just call me by my translated name of John. So yeah, he's a little John and okay. Muslim guy. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I think everybody knows like the story of Robin Hood. Either they've seen the Disney, you know, Fox and Blue and right. Or they've seen the Prince of Thieves or they've seen, um, Men in Tights. Men in Tights. Yeah, that was the other one. It's like, what was the Mel Brooks comedy thing called? Men in Tights. I mean, yeah, which was the best. Yes. Of all of that. I mean, I have to actually give it to the Disney, you know, Robin Hood one. It's good. It's a good telling of it. It's funny. It's interesting. It's it's a good straight telling of the story. But Men in Tights is just comedy genius. It is just laugh after laugh. Yes, it is. It is Mel Brooks at his best. It is satire, and it's also, you know, it, it's it's also in of itself a good movie without the satire. Um, but yeah, so Men in Tights. So wait, uh, would you say watch this movie on Red? Okay, we we have them both available on Netflix tonight. Let's say that. Robin Hood Men in Tights and The Hood, or whatever they're calling this one, Robin Hood. Which one would you watch? Oh. Uh, having seen them both? Yeah, having seen them both. Oh, then I'm, if I'm going to watch something again, I'm going to watch Men in Tights again. Okay. Just... Now, me, who has seen Men in Tights, but I've not seen this one, which do you say I should watch? Oh, you should probably give the new one a try. Okay, okay. Then I will check it out. I will check it out sometime. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Okay. It just it wasn't real good. It just wasn't bad. Okay. It's you know a bad movie if as long as it's got some good action or some good set pieces. Sometimes it's still worth seeing. Uh, um. Yeah. So that and uh, let's see. Other things I watched. I I fell asleep earlier. 
and then woke up and Becca was watching Beauty and the Beast, so I watched the rest of that. So I've seen like three quarters of Beauty and the Beast. The Emma Watson one? Yep. Okay. I heard a lot of mixed reviews on that. Have you not seen it yet? No, I haven't, and we probably won't let the kids watch it. It's like we haven't let them watch the Disney animated one. Okay. It's one of those things that it's just like not a good story for feminism. Okay. Um, good thing for Stockholm Syndrome. Well, it's not only Stockholm Syndrome. It's also he's abusive. He's aggressive. Um, and just, you know, there's no reason for their love story to ever actually happen. Fair enough. Yeah. And it's one of those things that it's like, there's plenty of good Disney movies out there. We don't need to, we don't need to argue over seeing this one. I mean, we watched The Little Mermaid and it's not, it's not good feminist stuff either. Like we have to watch it with the premise of when she sells her soul, her, I'm sorry, not her soul, but her voice to Ursula. It's like, she gave away her voice, her most powerful thing. Oh no. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else have you watched, or are we done? Uh, we watched, uh, just a couple days ago, we watched The Grinch. The girls have actually watched it, I think, two or three times. The 2018 Benedict Cumberbatch one. And it's fun. It's it- fun. I think it's, uh, it's better than the live action one. Like better than the the, the, Jim, the Jim Carrey, Carrey live one? action one. Okay. Yeah. Like it's if you're actually going to sit down and watch a fun movie, the Jim Carrey live action one has some good jokes and stuff, but I think it's more like for the adults that watch How to Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, it's kind of like a a retelling for them. Uh, but if you actually want to sit down and watch like uh, a remake of the original animated series or the original animated movie. This one's good. Okay. Like the Grinch is awful to like the Who's and he is, you know, despicable me version of that. But the thing is, is that like he genuinely is kind to Max was a big thing. His dog. Like you can see that he doesn't, he doesn't like the Who's, but he actually does care. And he's actually, you know, a kind Grinch to people who he actually does or things that he actually does care about. Um, like he's not like just this awful, horrible, misunderstood person. Right. Which is what I think the Jim Carrey Grinch is. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's, it was good. It was good. I don't think it was great. I think still watch like the original animated one. Um, and I was waiting for like a good, you know, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch by Pharrell Williams. And it never actually came. So, okay. Like I was just waiting for this big musical number and it just never happened. (laughs) And so that's a thing. All right. But yeah, so it was fine. It was good. All right. Maybe I'll get around to watching it. Probably next Christmas. Yeah, next Christmas. Check it out then. All right. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll wrap this up. I guess. Yeah. Um. So uh, let's see here. Uh, follow us, like us on Facebook, uh, Media Monday Show. Um. Not that we've posted there in a while. 
Yeah, it's been quite a while. Uh, Facebook gives me notifications. It's all like, like uh, Media Monday show hasn't communicated with their viewers in a while. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Every time I see that, it's like, oh, I should probably post a picture. And it's just like, no, those don't usually get as much traction as what I wanted them to anyway. Right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can at least contact us that way. Yep. Uh, uh, you can also get to us on gmail.com. Yep, uh, Media Monday Show at gmail.com. Um, and uh, you can, can you join find... our fantasy movie league. Yeah, it's uh, the Media Monday Show League uh, with the password of Gino. Uh, capital, G, capital G, lowercase, lowercase, Eno. 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 Um, and then, uh, yeah, just find everything. All the, our previous episodes and things uh, where you get your normal episodes, I guess, or at MediaMondayShow.com. Nice, yeah. All right. Um, and, yeah, if you if you heard us and you think there's something that we should see, we are always up for recommendations. And uh, we'll give you, like, a shout-out. Yeah, send us an email. Let us know what you want us to watch, and we'll check things out, and we'll uh, give you some feedback on that. Yeah. So uh, that's again. That's media money show at gmail dot com. Yeah. And if so, you made it this uh, far, then uh, we'll we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. So thank you and bye bye. Bye bye.